Hello and welcome to the Place to Place podcast. I'm Claire Dewhurst, the director of City Nation Place, which is the forum for place brands and place marketing. The idea behind this podcast series is to create a chain of conversations between place branding leaders to give you the opportunity to listen in to honest conversations about their challenges, the solutions they're finding, and the opportunities they're exploring to ensure that their place brand strategies deliver real economic benefits. We're really thrilled that you've chosen to tune in and I hope you enjoy the discussions. And so we're on episode five and I'm delighted to welcome back Constanza Chair, the Director of Marca Chile. And Constanza has asked us to set up this chat with Laura Camras, who is the Director for Public Diplomacy for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Finland. Welcome Constanza and welcome Laura. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation between two country brand leaders. Um, we've been fortunate to hear from Laura at past global conferences, but I'm looking forward to hearing more about your values-based approach and just more generally what a country brand can achieve, if, if indeed achieve is the right word. Over to you, Constanza. Hello, Lara. It's, it's so uh, nice being able to speak with you and to learn of how you've been Moving forward, the country brand of Finland, we have so much to learn, and it's it's very interesting to be able to share this time with you. And this podcast is a very interesting place to learn from other country brand experiences. It's such a fascinating job, but not too many people have uh, the chance to work in it. So being able to share experiences is a very interesting uh, opportunity. Lara, I'd like to, to start by saying that Finland's country brown is is, has a positioning uh, story that it's very interesting. The story of how you are leading uh, a national strategy since 2017 based on, on positioning values and telling Finland from values that you share rather than products. What is the main challenge or what are the main challenges of developing a strategy That's based on intangible rather than tangibles. So first of all, thank you, Constanza, for having me today to discuss with you uh, country brand issues. And thank you, Claire, for inviting me. I would like to start by giving you a short overview on how we have developed our thinking around the country brand or country image work, as we call it in Finland. Just little over 10 years ago, our then foreign minister launched the idea that Finland should have her own country brand report. Our aim was to write uh, the storyline for Finland. What is the story that we want to tell about our country to the world? And it took two years to draft this report, and it was done in a very large stakeholder cooperation I have to say that I'm very proud and happy that we were able to define our story in a nutshell. I wasn't involved with the work back then, but um, I'm just happy, so happy about the outcome of that report, since there are so many stories that could be told, and we were able to define our story in a nutshell. In this world of million different messages going around the globe, I think it's important to focus with your main messages. So what we did in Finland was that we defined our core for our country brand communication and work around key strengths. First, education and know-how. Second, sustainable development and nature relationship. And then third, well-being and functionality. So this is the core for the Finnish story. 
And if there's somebody, we wish somebody should know about Finland, wherever, you know, on the other side of the world, near or far, we hope that it, it, we hope that it would be one of those topics. So based on that report, launched 2010, we drafted a national country brand strategy and we launched it in year 2017. So in this report and strategy, we defined our key goals for country brand work, key messages, identity and values, and so on. And it's a four pages long, very easy to read document that can be found in the Finland toolbox. It's open for everybody. And you can also Google it if you wish. So what does this mean in practice to us? A couple of key issues when it comes to our thinking. First, we base all of our country image communication on facts. We always tell the truth and it makes our country image credible and timely. And it's easy to talk about smaller themes as part of and values. Our country brand work is value-based. This means the Finnish way of doing things is based on our values. Everything and everybody in their own way reflect these values. And you ask about products and selling Finnish products abroad and its relationship with the country brand. What is the connection? I see that Finnish products, in their own way, tell the story of Finland and represent our country brand. Our innovative thinking, our functionality, our personality. On the other hand, I see that since our Finland's country brand is pretty strong in an international comparison, it's very wise to utilize it when selling products abroad. Uh, that this is then, of course, up to the companies to decide. And main challenges of developing a strategy based on intangibles. Well, challenges or opportunities, but I think it's include digging deep on the values behind our actions. It's not always easy and it takes a village. This is why we all of our country image work is done with a very large network of partners. We do country brand in a very large collaboration, stakeholder collaboration. Under Finland Promotion Board umbrella, representing both public and private sector, my unit at the Ministry for Foreign Affairs is the secretariat for the board, and then Prime Minister is appointing the board. So we need the whole network to bring the story of Finland to the world, the embassy network, friends of Finland, and everybody who wants to spread our story is welcome on board. It's so interesting how you've done an inclusive approach and what you say you're basing everything in in fact and having it reduced to, to a very clear and synthesized strategy is very, very interesting. Which would you say in this year, since you've undergone this strategy, have been the main achievements for Finland's country brand? Well, I would actually pose a question here back to you uh, asking can a country brand have achievements as such? Is it important? We want to tell Finland's story, and sometimes we gather more international interest and sometimes less. And of course, we follow international studies and rankings when it comes to country brand. There are many rankings and studies that, that are available. And what we have learned about Finland's position in this ranking is that we have a steady rise in familiarity, and our favorability among large audiences is, is growing. And what does this mean? So we are well liked, whether it's then Finnish people, products or places. But I think our country brand work can be called successful 
if we are known for those topics we think are good for our country image. And if we can touch somebody near or far with our story, then our country brand work is successful. Since country brand work is actually dialogue. It's not a monologue that you want to bring to the world. It's a dialogue because you want to share your story and then listen to the to the story your partner is sharing with you. And I think this is uh, when country image work becomes successful. I think it's very interesting what what, what you say, Laura, uh, as as to should country brands have uh, achievements. I think it's a challenge and I think one expects to be able to have this kind of um, organization have a purpose and that purpose, in our case, I think it's to grant opportunities to our people. We're aware that we, we don't handle the country image of a country, but we generate communication strategy that helps, we believe, grant those opportunities to people because when a country is known, I think that honestly is, is something that is certainly the base, but sometimes small countries aren't well known and there's a, a gap between what you are and how people perceive you. So I, I think that's where our job is to generate the communication and the motivation for others to realize and to connect with the audiences in, in the world. In that sense, I think that those are the achievements we seek for. What would you say that are achievements for you for a country brand? And then which ones have, have you reached and which ones would you like to reach? Which ones are still a challenge? Yeah, I think, I'm, as I said earlier, I think country brand work is, is successful when you think that your country is known for those topics you wish that your country would be known for. Like for us, it means education. We are definitely, that's our strongest brand element. And that's in our strategy. Talk about education, talk about Finnish know-how. Or another topical issue is happiness. Finland being four years in a row, the happiest nation, according to the UN happiness report. That's another possibility for us to talk about happiness, to talk about this value. What is what is this that makes Finnish nation happy or content as we translate it in Finland? We can talk about societal factors under this topic, happiness. Or then climate friendliness, you know, bring these topics that are important to you and have a dialogue. Then I think it's successful. And, and I always, I usually very often get the questions that, oh, uh, is this a very successful event or did your country brand become stronger when you did this one event? One event is not creating a country mm. brand. It's a, it's a coherent, it's a it's time-enduring job. It takes so many years to build the country brand. You just have to be coherent with your actions. Just, you know, continue the good work that you are doing to promote and enhance your country brand. So this is what what my message usually is when I get these questions that are, do you measure, how do you measure country brand? It's so extremely hard to measure it. And the changes, what you see in these rankings, for instance, you know, the main ranking being the Unhold Ipsos Nation Brands Index, where we see now recently that Finnish brand is um, becoming stronger. But you can see that the changes, you know, they're so small. It's got to be a long time job. It's something that you need a lot. Everyone 
as much people as you can, perceptions don't change quickly. I think that's one of the challenges we country brands have, right? We don't have control of our products, to say it in a way. And, and, we, and we have to highlight what's the best of, of our countries and to, to connect with, with the rest of the world. I think what you mentioned about um, being the happiest country in the world for, for years now, how did you come up to decide that was one of the key values? Did it surprise you? Was it something that you already had in your mind, uh, in, in your organization? And how did you approach it so as to have it be a contribution for the country, for how the world knew Finland and for the country brand as a whole? Yeah, the happiness thing, it's uh, its very interesting to translate it in the so-called country brand framework. How do you talk about happiness? Because usually this rank or this study, it measures people's uh, happiness uh, to their life. So I think the contribution to country image work is the question, is there something that somebody could learn from your story? on the other side of the world? Why should somebody be interested in your happiness? It's again a dialogue. And I see it since this happiness ranking or the, the study, it's not a ranking, it's a study. It's definitely enhancing the country brand because it, it gives us a possibility to talk about societal matters, uh, stability, trust, freedom of speech, societal support network, you know, all these kind of issues that make Finnish people content. It's a, like a discussion opener. You know, you can have a discussion about these factors. And I think it is so important also uh, to come and open the dialogue. But I think that's the how we see it in the framework of, of country brand work. Definitely a very strong brand element for us. Our sectoral organizations have done their own campaigns like the Visit Finland uh, did this school of happiness. They invited people to Finland to experience the happiness and I think that's a very strong country brand work and I think uh, that's something that really kind of pushes the country brand also stronger that you want to share your happiness with with others. And, and do you think that the, um, it's what you mentioned was the impact greater outside Finland or within Finland? Sometimes our the country branding job has obviously the focus in the outside, right? but sometimes it has a, an important impact within the country. How how do you view that? Yeah, yeah with the happiness, well, happiness study, it was so funny at the beginning. When Finnish people found out that, okay, we are the number one in this study, they were like, what? <laughs> we are number one? Okay. First, we didn't believe it that, okay, how can we be the happiest nation? Maybe that's our nature. We are so modest that we are not able to understand this this result of this study. But but then again, we also kind of explained this to the Finnish people. And then, of course, our main audience is then international audience. When you talk about Finnish values and society to international audience, our focus for country image work is definitely abroad. But I wanted to mention one more thing about the happiness thing. It's not the question who is number one or who is number two, who is number three. I think it's more like what does it tell about societies? What makes people content? This study goes to show that the Nordic society model 
is working and it's making people content because Nordics are leading the way in happiness. And and this is very important also to notice that it's not the Nordics, all Nord, Nordic countries are leading the way when it comes to comes to happiness and this this study. Understand. And many of what we value and what we admire in, in Finland um, is related to these values you were you were speaking, you have been telling me about. How about uh, entrepreneurship or gender equality? Let's start by, by entrepreneurship. Finland ranks seven on the Global Innovation Index and has an important position also in the Entrepreneurship Index. You have this meeting called Slush, which is internationally renowned. How important is entrepreneurship in building your your brand strategy? A short answer: very important. <laughs> <laughs> It's really about Finnish people and a Finnish way of thinking. We are problem solvers by nature. This is the basis for talking about entrepreneurship in our country image work. Since we value innovation, it's our way to react to problems. We are very solution-oriented. If there is a problem somewhere, please call Finns and we will be there. But it's also about, it tells about our society, uh, because our society supports innovation. We offer equal education, our work life supports know-how development and lifelong learning. And this innovation plays a key role in functionality and well-being so and therefore entrepreneurship too and what is very interesting to note that uh, entrepreneurship has increased its popularity among the Finnish youth immensely recent years but slush thank you for mentioning slush it's uh, such a wonderful event and I think it's one great example of Finland's and Finnish people's desire to connect with the world. And we want to collaborate with others as much as possible to build a better future for everyone. You know, when you visit Slush, and if if you haven't heard about Slush, please find out more. It's The spirit is really amazing. And you can really feel that it's possible to change things for better through innovative thinking and collaboration. What, what do you think has been the impact of COVID in, in, in the country branding opportunities, challenges, and how we make our work? How has COVID impacted country branding from your perspective? A very good question. And I think we all need to think about it at this moment when we are coming out of this pandemic and many of us are starting to draft kind of the storyline for the for the response of the nation's response to COVID-19, what have been the strength, key strengths and is there something somebody could learn from your experience? How do you speak about COVID? Because it's not that, you know, there are some winners or somebody's losing. It's just a strategy for it's It's affecting everybody. It's such a hard, hard time for everybody. So promoting your response or how good or how bad. So I don't know. This is something I think we will discuss in different country brand conferences. That would be a very interesting topic. I think it's more like, is there something when it comes to country brand thinking or country brand work, 
again, the question, is there something somebody could learn from your experience? And what we have noticed in the international media coverage that we are, of course, following, that Finland has been uh, profiled as a true during this COVID-19 response from the perspectives of equality, from the perspectives of innovation. We have produced many uh, innovations like the COVID docs that were present at the airport. Wow, you trained dogs to be able to sniff COVID. Wow. Yes, we did. That's again. And then there was also a COVID tracking app that, you know, that that was again a Finnish innovation and it tracks, you know, if you have been close to somebody, if you have been close to somebody who has been sick with COVID-19, this COVID, it tells the story of your society. I, I think that COVID has impacted us in, in, in many ways, but in terms of country branding, um, there's one thing that is everything that involves COVID, how it has changed the way we undertake our, our, our job. Uh, and and the other view is how we have handled uh, COVID and, and it's a powerful country image because it's made us come together and unite in search of a very challenging time. Last question I'd like to ask you, Laura. Um, there's so much to learn from Finland. We have it as a country model in many terms. But I, I, I'd like to tackle gender equality, which is a, a big challenge from us. And with the word Han, which is neutral, as an example, you, you based, I'm not sure if it's a campaign, but it's it's a symbol of how how far you have gone in gender equality. Uh, Chile is making progress in that area, but we still have a, a big way to go. We're going through a, a constitutional change process, which is the first one which will be equal gender. What lessons can we learn from Finland in that way? And how how do you think uh, it has been a strong uh, differentiator from Finland? We are well known in these international rankings for gender equality. So it's a strong brand element for Finland, but it's actually a very truly important issue for us, for Finland. We have a long history of promoting equal rights for men and women. Uh, we are kind of pioneers in this topic. And Finland uh, was one of the was the first country to grant full political rights to women in 1906. But when you bring values to the framework of country image work, what we occasionally do, we raise topics to international audiences and make discussion openers. And this is what we did. You just earlier mentioned the, our campaign, Han what we launched two years ago. Uh, it was a campaign about equality in society. We wanted to, you know, introduce the Finnish word hand, which is the gender neutral pronoun for he and she. Uh, we It has been in our language ever since 16th century. So it's it has been in our language a long time. So we wanted to launch a discussion because we truly believe that everyone is equal but then each country has their own way of achieving equality in their society and with Han we wanted to thank you know with all the words that we have borrowed to Finnish language we have so many you know borrowed words from different languages and we 
then gave one word in return and it was Han. This was kind of our way to thank for the work that is done every day around the globe to advance gender equality. So here again, it's a dialogue with local audience. In, in country image work, it's so important to be open about issues. You can't really hide it or make it like a polished version of yourself. You need to be open because nobody's perfect and nobody wants to hear that somebody is perfect because we all need to do more and world is not ready yet. We all have our own strengths and it's not a competition who is more equal or who is then less equal. In, in the global community, it's so important to have dialogue and share experiences and stories and learn from other others' experience. Well, it's been a great opportunity to learn, Lara, from what Finland Country Brand is doing, uh, the challenges they have. It seems, uh, for us, it seems that a country that, that is leading in, in so many fields, it's nice to to learn how, how collaboration is in the center, how people are in the center of what you um what of your communication strategy we're also working on on having our people be part be the center of what the world knows Chile for and so having having the chance to to see how you are working it and how as a country uh you're putting people and the experience of, of Finland in the center is is a very good example so thank you so much it's been very interesting and i hope we we get to to meet in the same place uh once uh once covid lets us yes thank you constanza for having this discussion with me now please come to finland thank you so much laura for everything you shared with us today and thank you constanza for asking such interesting questions i think that for many people listening your discussion about the pandemic creating both a need to reflect and the time to reflect on strategies is really going to resonate Uh, so we look forward to discussing where such reflection is taking many places at the Global Conference this year, which is taking place on the 4th of November in London. Or if you can't join us in person, then please join us virtually. It's a, it's a fully hybrid event. And I look forward to inviting you back, Laura, for our next podcast. Uh, and you'll be taking on the role of questioner. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I hope you found that session useful. And, and please do tune in again for episode six. Thanks very much.